relax. Colleen and Eric have a podcast. The world is scary and we're locked in our home. But now we have big microphones. So you can relax. That's the name of our podcast. Hello. Welcome to Relax the Podcast. Sorry, I thought you were talking to me. I am talking to you. Hi. Hi, date night. Date night. Literally date night. It is late in this his house. Good evening, Colleen. Good almost Ballinger. morning, Eric Stockland. Are you making cookies or something? What is that delicious we'll get to that later. warm smell I'm smelling? We'll get to that later. Did you just cozy. start to smell that for real? No, I smelled it as I was coming downstairs. I was like, did he make me cookies? And then I was like, nope, he did but not. then I didn't say anything about it. You did not say anything. We might get to that later. Okay. Curious. Surprise. About surprise. what the heck that is. How are you doing? How was your day? You know, I'm smelling... The, the smells of chocolate even more now. And now I'm like really like, oh my God, did you make cookies? Um, how's my day? My day was long. We um actually today, as we are recording this, have spent the entirety of the day in an RV. Eight hours. Eight hours in the RV. Driving. Driving from Sacramento down to Los Angeles with baby twins and a toddler. Mm-hmm. After yes. not sleeping last night, no, because the twins uh, decided because hey, of baby twins and a toddler, the twins were like, "Hey, I got an idea. What if sibling? What if we take turns every ten, up, fifteen minutes all night, long. waking up all night long, and we'll take turns." So yeah. like Macy's like, "I'll take this hour for this hour. I'll wake up every five minutes, and then I'm gonna sleep for an hour. But while I'm asleep, brother." You wake up every five minutes. We didn't communicate it much during the night, to, brutal, to, like to each other. But uh, I can guarantee you top five worst nights of sleep oh, of my entire life easily. was last night to then get up immediately pack <laughs> easily, which is really hard to the whole packing of the RV. You know what I mean? The packing whole all so the annoying. stuff. Well, can I, yeah. Uh, and getting into it. Absolutely. And then it was it took about eight hours to drive back from Sacramento today. Yeah. Was it 1030 at night tonight? Yeah. Monday night. Is it Monday? I don't know what day it is, honestly. Um. But the part of what made it so exhausting last night with the twins is like they always keep me up like, you know, they always keep us up at night. But last night was particularly hard because we had just finished two shows back to back. And it was my first live shows in over two years. So it was like I was emotionally, physically, just every way you could be exhausted. I was so tired after performing and prepping for these shows for months. And then they finally happened. Some performers would uh, immediately after sleep. Some would uh, have a cocktail, perhaps. Party. Yeah. Others would immediately uh, return cool. to a, their hotel room with baby twins and a toddler and stay Clean up, up poop all and night. Then stay up all night and poop everywhere. Yeah. Um, lots of lots of uh, accoutrement involved in these children. Yes. They have lots of accessories. They sure do love. And we have two. And packaging. Lots two of twins, stuff. two babies. Did you know when I was leaving the stage last night, I didn't uh-huh. tell you this. No. I was leaving the stage last night in Sacramento, running off the stage and, and um, running into our, my dad's car because he drove me to the hotel after the show, after I got off mm-hmm. stage. And there's a security guard. He stopped me. He's like, wait, 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 before you go. I heard him. Yeah, I was, yeah. You heard him? I heard him. When it, yeah. He was like, I have two sets of twins. Oh, I didn't hear that part. I just yeah. heard something about twins and you were like. And I was like, oh my God, you're my yeah. hero. And he was like, hey, I just got to tell you, I have two sets of twins and you're doing great. You are so awesome. Yeah. I was so excited you were coming. It was like this middle-aged man 
And he was just like, I'm oh, so, so excited cool. you were coming tonight. Me I and my like wife love you. We have two sets of twins. Of yeah. Oh, that's and so awesome. And I was awesome. like, you have two sets of twins. Oh my God. He's like, you're doing great. You're doing, it was so awesome. He was so nice. Two sets though. <gasps> right. Imagine like uh, doing that. And then like, we'll have one more after going through twins. Like we did like the reverse of that yeah. and then it being twins again. I'm uh, curious. I wish I could talk to, I mean, I'm, I actually can talk to, I know a lot of twin moms. I feel like I want to know from twin moms if you have a pair of twins first, a set of twins are first. Are you terrified? And, then, and well, yeah, are you terrified? But two, it's going to be twins again. If Then if you have a single baby, is it like, this is so easy? Like once you have the one baby after having I'm twins, sure. is it easier or is it still just like hard? Do you know what I mean? Well, like, I'm I, curious I if they I think it's know, harder or Because when we had this phone, we were like, this is the hardest thing ever. Because it was for us. It was the hardest thing yeah. we'd ever experienced. But now looking back on having just Flynn, I'm like, I have to imagine. That was really yeah. freaking hard because that was the hardest thing we'd ever been through. But now I'm like, oh my gosh, the thought of one baby. But if we didn't have twins and we only had one baby this time around, like after Flynn, we would have thought that was the hardest thing ever going from one right. baby to two babies. But I have to, I'm going to make the leap of faith that if you're going from twins to one, it's it seems easier. It sounds like it does, but we don't know. That's why I'm saying I wish I could talk to twins. I know, to but I'm just, gonna, I'm just going to say that you're I just mean, gonna, it sounds like it, it would be. I don't know. Who knows? I know who knows. People who maybe not for different reasons or reasons that I cannot understand. Yeah. Anyway, who needs to relax? Do you want to go first? You want me to go first? I asked you a question. Oh, who needs to relax? I so many things. (laughs) (laughs) I had a good one, and it has left my brain. Um, Mm. But I had a really good one, and now I don't know what it was. Um, Oh, I know what it is. Um, who needs to relax is I'm going to go on a bit of a rant. That's okay. That's what this is for. Um, anyone, and I've probably talked about this on here before. I know I've talked about it in other places like vlogs and such. Maybe anyone on this beautiful earth that has the, uh, idea or has the opinion, I guess I should say that, if you choose to formula feed your child, it's like the easy way out or you gave up on breastfeeding or like that it's the easier option or whatever. I've kind of talked about this before. You are wrong. (laughs) It's all hard. All of it, breastfeeding, formula feeding, any way to feed a baby is very hard. Okay. But after traveling with kids, because we just traveled up to San Francisco and Sacramento and back after traveling with babies, and having traveled with Flynn when he was a baby all over the country and he was a breastfed baby and now I have formula fed slash pumped fed babies. Oh my God, it is the most inconvenient, annoying thing in the world mm-hmm. to have to bring. I had to bring two different pumps because a pump always breaks whenever I travel. Two different pumps, tons of bottles tons of formula, tons of baby water, stuff to wash the bottles, the brushes to wash the bottles and soap to wash the bottles. And while you're in a hotel, washing bottles in a sink, in a bathtub, like it is warming bottles, warming bottles, like storing the breast milk. Where do you store the breast milk, storing breast milk in the fridge of the theater, in the hotel, this hotel room doesn't have a fridge. So we have to get an ice bucket in the the RV RV and get the milk. I left the milk in the RV. My good Lord. What do you mean? Like people are like, there's people because there's a lot of, I don't um, understand. There's a lot of shaming towards formula fed. Not from me. I think feed your baby. However, it is best for you and your family and whatever is best. You feed your baby. And I'm proud of you. People are judging this. People judge moms, women who 
choose to not breastfeed for whatever reason, whether they can't, whether the baby won't like Wesley won't breastfeed. He never has. He never will. And like, because he doesn't like it. He doesn't want to. Maisie had a hard time latching. So those are my reasons for not breastfeeding. My babies just couldn't do it. Um, but some moms do it because of that reason. Some moms do it because for health reasons, like, um, oh, some moms business. Some moms, it's not our business. Exactly. It's not our business. I don't understand. Moms what's to the, do. what's... But some moms choose to just not breastfeed because they don't freaking want to. Who's making them feel bad about this? Other moms. Oh. Other moms are like, well, breastfeeding is best. Breast milk like is publicly? best. You should try. Like they just yell at them in the street? I yell at them in the street, but like on the internet, you know, the world is on the internet now. Or even like, I mean, think about when we were in the hospital, they, how, especially Flynn, how much lactation consultants would come in and just like be like, you're doing this. Let me help you do this. You need a lactation consultant. Do you, everyone's like, do you need a lactation consultant? Do you want a lactation? Like everyone yeah, just really now, pressures yeah. women to do it, um, to breastfeed. That's gotta be strange. Cause your body has never done this thing before. And now all of a sudden your body is doing this thing and it could be, um, uh, what do you mean whatever, lactating? Yes. And, and like from whatever perspective, like good or bad, I don't know, like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's active or not. Like, and it's so much pressure. Like I, it's so much. If my body, if, if my male body, all of a sudden, from having a kid, was all of a sudden doing something new, mm-hmm. and like it was, uh, you know, it didn't work or what? I, I don't know. Like wrong, you know what I mean? Like wrong crazy. It's not yeah, exactly. It, it didn't not, work. I, I can't. No, I know. I, you know, I can't you didn't chime mean in on the, by that. I, I was trying to like. No, no, you're doing great. You're uh, doing so great. I'm just letting you know. It's yeah. not that it doesn't work because that would imply that. It, Someone is broken if they can't do it. And that's not what you that's mean. That's not what I mean. No, um, no, not at you all. You just mean like doesn't. Situationally doesn't, <laughs> it isn't reciprocal with you and your partner. Yeah. Child. Right. See, I, I know what you, I know about. what you mean though. You, you just, you didn't mean it in that sort of a way, mm-hmm. but like, like for me, breastfeeding was great with Flynn. And then with the babies, they don't want to, they don't want to latch and um, they don't really like enjoy that very much. And they're so, so different. They're it's such so different. a different experience. Yeah. But. There are a lot Even of people, from each other. There are a lot of people who say, like, you know, it's the easy way out to go with formula. It's not. It's, it, well, it's not. It's, it is. I'll say it's harder. I for for, for us, me from my perspective. From it's your harder. perspective, from my perspective, it's different for everyone. For some people, they love. They think it's way. They do think it's easier for formula. Whatever. For us personally, in our experience with our twins, comparing it to my experience with Flynn. Flynn, when I traveled, I didn't have to bring yeah, you just anything. Him. It just, no, my, we never did. as long as I had my boob, he was good to go. Boobs. My boobs. Yeah. A boob. A lact, at least a singular <laughs> lactating boob would suffice. Yeah. Just a boob, I guess. You're right. Sorry. It didn't, you know, it di- I didn't need bottles and, and all this other stuff. Like the amount of stuff I had to pack for the twins was yeah. crazy for and this trip. And our bathroom in the hotel was just like racks of, of bottles drying or ready to be washed and dried. And 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 just like, it, it's so frustrating everywhere. too because yeah. you can't, because sure. we, we're trying to, you know, I'm trying to pack for this long trip and it's not like my stuff, you just put it all in a suitcase. But their stuff, it's like, I needed a backpack for their bottles and their formula. I needed to bring in their water. I needed a diaper bag for them. I needed a diaper bag for Flynn. He had a bag of toys. So it was all separate. You can't have it all in one suitcase because you need these things readily available immediately to grab. So we had like 10 backpack type bags that yeah, like loose yeah. backpacks, bags, satchels of so like, yeah, things. A, a satchels, box, like boxes, like boxes. cloth boxes. It's just it, it, like little, oh my, totes. 
Yeah, just totes so is a good word things. for it. Lots of totes. And I'm like, I just wish it could all be in a suitcase. It would make life so much easier, but it can't because you need to be able to grab a bottle or grab a binky or grab a swaddle or grab a diaper or grab a wipe or grab whatever you need for these freaking kids. And it was so frustrating. Yeah, it was weird to like call a luggage cart to our room today and to be like, here's here's our luggage. Like here's it was four, one suitcase. Here's four suitcases to put on the luggage cart. But instead it was like, here's one suitcase to put in a luggage cart and here's all these weird a totes and bags. boxes and bags that you need to like oh my God. pile on. The, but like there's too many for us to carry. But can you pile them it on was, there? Yeah. So anyway, that's my Who Needs Relax is anyone who thinks that or ever shames a mom for any way she chooses to feed her children, but specifically is shaming anyone for formula feeding um, is crazy because it really does like cast this shadow of guilt and shame, at least in my brain and my experience. I just don't think any woman should ever be shamed for her choices with breastfeeding or formula feeding or however she chooses to feed her child or children's, um, if she's doing what's best for her and her kids and she's doing what's best for her and her kids. And I don't like that people say that formula is the easy way out from breastfeeding or like you quote unquote gave up on trying to breastfeed to formula feed. Um, because in my opinion, if I had my way and if I could make a choice with choosing between breastfeeding or formula feeding or exclusively pumping, I wish I could just breastfeed the twins. So that's how I feel. And it was not easier to travel and what's, have all that. What's like the, the common like statute of limitations on breastfeeding? Like when, like when, like, um, cause I don't even know, like when do children typically, if they are breastfed, stop breastfeeding? Like when do they start eating it's solid foods? It's completely the choice of the mother. Oh, it is. And the child and how, what they, and the family and what and the they want to do. And whatever. The, well, you mean when do they start eating solids? Yeah, yeah. I just don't know. Like, so if you if your baby was breastfed or, or formula fed, like when do they then start? Oh, um, usually it's around six months. Some doctors are like they can do four or five months. It depends on their cues. If they're watching you eat, interested, looking like they want to try it, if they're reaching for it, if yeah. they're growing their teeth. You know, there's lots of cues, but usually around six months. And it doesn't mean they immediately then only eat solids. So right, like the twins are going to start eating solids in the next couple of weeks and it'll be like a banana or an avocado. Yeah, you have to like introduce a one at a time. A week, yeah. Yeah. And then one, another kind once a week, once a day for a week. And then another kind once a oh, day for a week. That's going to be so fun to see their faces when they first I taste. I know. We got to pick what they're going to try. Banana, avocado. Well, I think you're doing potato. absolutely incredible formula, milk. Although I don't mean... I know nothing about this. I just like, I'm just there to just remember how easy warm it was or stir, like whatever you need me to warm or, or, just, or wash bottles. Or wash, yeah. But you know what I mean? Like with Flynn, it was just like, oh, he's fussy. Put him on my boob. And the yeah, twins, no, it's bottles like, were like oh, almost like worst. never involved. Like never. It's, yeah. Never. And now it's like bottles are involved and there's two. It's a whole different. I just remember when I was, when I did waitress, game. I would pump during intermission. I'd pump before the show and during intermission. Uh-huh. And I just remember pumping twice a day. I was like, this is the worst. Yeah. This is so annoying. I hate pumping twice a day. This is so annoying. And now I'm pumping every three hours for five and a half months. I've been pumping every three hours. I can't imagine. Hours. So anyway, um, uh, power to you, however you feed your kids. If you're an exclusive pumper, if you're a formula, if you buy someone else's breast milk, if you use your own breast milk. I feel so inferior in this conversation. Like I can't understand like the idea of like providing for our children in that way it's like from my body like pumping <laughs> something it's wild it's wild 
real wild. Yeah, I feel so inept in this conversation. And you're not inept or inferior. I bow down to you and all women and mothers. I am a piece of garbage. No, you're not. You're wonderful. Um, Anyway, you know who's not a piece of garbage other than you? (laughs) (laughs) You're not a piece of garbage, but neither is Everly Well, our first sponsor for the day. Yahoo! Now's the time to set yourself up for a better and brighter year. Everly Well can help you give yourself more clarity, confidence, and well-being with over 30 at-home lab tests. Everly Well at-home lab tests give you physician-reviewed results and personalized insights so you can take action on your health and wellness, all at an affordable and transparent cost. With over 30 tests, you'll be able to choose the ones that make the most sense for you. Food sensitivity, metabolism, sleep and stress, and thyroid are all just a few of the many options. Here's how it works. Everly Well ships your at-home lab test straight to you with everything needed for a simple sample collection. Using the prepaid shipping label, mail your test back to a certified lab. In just days, your physician-reviewed results and actionable insights are sent to your device. And you can share the results with your primary care physician to help guide next steps. Over 1 million people have trusted Everly Well with their at-home lab testing, including us. I did the food sensitivity one and I was shocked that pretty much everything makes me have diarrhea. (laughs) (laughs) You're sensitive to McDonald's and Taco Bell. It was hard for you to hear. Yeah. That's what it came back. It came back and said, no, it's mostly just dairy. Um, but Mm -hmm. yeah, it was basically like, Oh yeah, everything's going to make you have a sensitive tummy. Eggs, dairy are my, are my biggest, uh, biggest issues. But has it stopped me from eating ice cream? Absolutely not. Has it stopped me from eating cheese? Absolutely not. But it's good to know. It's good to know. And you can share that with your primary care physician. And you did. So you choose. Uh, yeah. The men's health one, like kind of overall health. You were kind of spooked to do it only because you're like, you're like, what if it comes back something crazy? Yeah. And it didn't. You're no, healthy No, it was man. like, you are, you are Shazam. You are. You are Shazam. <laughs> for you're only, a superhero. For only $24.99 a month, the Everly Well Control membership puts your health and wellness in your hands with proactive testing. Select one qualifying at-home lab test of your choice each month and enjoy membership benefits like exclusive offers, savings, Mm. and more. And for listeners of the show, Everly Well is offering a special discount of 20% off an at-home lab test at everlywell.com slash relax. That's everlywell.com slash relax for 20% off your at-home lab test. Everlywell.com slash relax. All right, lovey. Do you have someone who needs to relax? Today? I do, and I feel really dumb because mine is not as uh, profound of an issue Good. as yours. Well, I don't want to talk about anything intense ever again. Yeah, that was very serious. Um and good. Well, I was just saying, what, what I was going to say you need to relax is packing. But then I realized, no, it's packing's not what's annoying. It's that like it's fine. You truth. a thousand satchels and bags and yeah. things for all the formula thingies. Anyway. I get it. Uh, I'm here to talk about doors. Okay. Specifically what led me to, <gasps> to say what, what I want to. Okay. You're right. Well, Something I just got happened? excited because I feel like you and I haven't really had the discussion that was like viral on the internet. I know, I know what ago. you're about to say. And I know I was going to get to that. But so <laughs> I, I went to open our, um, with our son the other morning, our garage door specifically. Okay. And, um, I had oh my God. a hangover, not in the traditional sense, a hangover in the baby sense, like that you're, you didn't sleep. You're so tired. Like, you know what I mean? Like you get headaches. Yeah, sure. I get headaches. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, in any case, like going downstairs very early with our son and then opening our garage door. And I just thought the sounds that it made oh, was wretched. the most. 
<laughs> was the most. The most. It was the most. I'm so tired. I can't talk. Uh, was the it was the most. There you go. Horref- <laughs> you guys have to understand. <laughs> Eric's leaving the room. You have to understand the. I mean, that's okay. He's, we are, I mean, we always say we're so tired and we're not trying to complain. We're so lucky to have like, what a fun Uh, weekend we had performing and whatnot. But like, it has been a very long day. Like no, we weren't even going to do a podcast this week. We're like, we want to, Yeah, we're trying to get it in. And, um, so we're, we're just kind of a disaster right now. Um, so Eric's going to be slurring on and off and not know how to talk. Apparently (laughs) the garage door was the most horrific sound there you go i have ever heard in my life just i feel metal really squeaky screeching and wheels like like just the worst sound i had ever heard in my life Mm -hmm. to the point where i was like oh that relax garage door Mm -hmm. like what is there not a better system Mm -hmm. that we've thought of like well like uh, i get it that like we need our cars to not be outside Mm -hmm. and do do people are people even parking in the garages i think people do yes not everybody, though. Yeah. When I walk around the neighborhood with Flynn, I'm, I'm noticing, and if anyone has their garage door open, like, I'm not noticing cars in them. I'm noticing just stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, haters back off. The garage. Yes. In that house. Mm-hmm. Did not house cars. No. It was stuff. I never had a car in a garage. Yeah. Uh, nor did I growing up. Our garage was not for it's a for car. Storage. We never parked in the garage. Not right. once. Not my whole lifetime. Right. Um, and our garage now, we can get a car in it if we move the stuff around. Yeah. But we have to purposely move the stuff around right. to put a car in it because it's filled with stuff. Yeah. So why can't we just have a door? A door meaning what? what like, do you I mean don't a know. Door? Big doors. Like big doors. Like a doors. door that opens like a regular door? Yeah, but like bigger like and less and more quiet. Like why does it like the sound from a garage door? Well, because door, then it would be a room. It wouldn't be a garage. It would just be a room. <laughs> It'd be a room, both, like, <laughs> but with like a giant door to the outside. I guess that you could park a car in if you want to move around all that stuff. So you want a door otherwise, big enough? Otherwise, if you want to just park cars there, we got to put this really loud. So wait, you want it's going to hurt your brain sounding kind of door. You want a door big enough that a car can fit through? Yes. That's called a gate. No, it's not called a gate. A gate wait, is a, a gate. Door- <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> A See, this is why a, I love this podcast. This is the conversation I want. Wait, there was something the other day that you said, we have to talk about this on the podcast. Now, what was it? It was like, ah, oh, that's going to bug me so much. Anyway, whatever. It makes for good listening. Ugh, you it's bug me. Mm. not knowing what you're saying. Anyway, um, doors. So, well, it just made me think about the big conversation that was all over the internet a few weeks ago. Are there more doors or wheels? Right. Doors I was going to, I was going to talk about that. Yeah. And doors or wheels. Was it? Yes. I knew it was doors and something. It was doors and wheels. wheels. Okay. And well, we'll get to that. Oh, we're not. Can I say okay. that? Yes. Yeah. We can yeah. get to that. Here's yeah, the thing. Sure. I'm going to unpack a lot about doors right oh, now. Oh, jeez. Because oh, this God. is, I'm, I've done my research on doors Ooh, at this point. Okay. Um, and there might be prizes for you. Oh, thanks. Cookies? Relax. Okay. So the garage door, yeah, as it's as uh, I guess it's known, was invented in 1921 by someone named C.G. Johnson. Okay. And then the same uh, person mm-hmm. invented the electric garage door in 1931. Wow. He just kept his business on doors. Wait, he he invented the electric garage in 1931. Yes. 
That seems like according way to my ahead research on Wikipedia. 1930. There was an electric door in 1931. Yes. That seems that seems really not, early. Not for that. like with like a clicker, but with like a button you press and then it would open. That still seems insane to me. I know. Yeah. Isn't it wild? That's the almost a hundred years ago. Almost. Missed it by what? eight years, nine years. That's crazy. Okay. Um, and he patented it, the idea of an overhead door rolling up on these wheels uh, and now giving me um, migraines at seven in the morning when uh-huh. I open it for me and my son. And uh, I guess before that, garages were just kind of, you know. <laughs> the, the yawning that you're going through right now is extremely distracting. You've only yawned. Oh, is a baby awake? Yeah, I got to go. There's a baby awake. All right. Babies are uh, asleep for now. So we'll see how many more times you have to leave. Anyway, doors. I thought we were talking about you yawning. I can't remember where we left off. I don't know. I was yawning. I'm sneezing. <clears throat> My allergies have been bad since we got home. So I apologize for any sniffles or sneezes. Yeah. You guys I, hear. Um, garage um, doors are very loud. I was like, is there, there, certainly there must be a better, like we went with this guy that in 1921 was like, what if they're overhead on wheels and springs and pulleys and it's very loud and we'll just keep that system. Like, why can't they be less harsh or quieter? Like, is there a different way yeah. to park cars or there's like, gotta be quiet or keep openers. stuff? Cause we're essentially all just keeping stuff. Um, but, but I wanted to make it interesting. Okay. So <clears throat> I'm walking across the room. And I have here. Oh, sorry for my sneezing. Hold on, allergy attack. Look, you're oh ruining my, my You're ruining my bit. I'm sorry, my allergies are so bad. Okay, I'm sorry, guys. I was. I'm telling you, I'm such a bad allergy attack right now. But I'm. I see cookies. I can't smell Surprise. them because my nose isn't working. You made cookies. Yeah. Do I get to eat them? While well, you're putting the baby to sleep. Wait, do I get to eat them? Is this a game? You said you're making and here's it interesting. a glass of milk. Okay, what's the and what's those are the fresh catch? Chocolate chip M M&M and M cookies. What's the catch? Uh, you have to. So you can look at them, but you can't eat them. Okay. Unless you get this uh, quiz right. Okay. I have written here a bunch of different kinds of doors. Okay. And you have to name. Okay. Five different kinds of doors. And then you can eat a cookie. Five I or have, cookies. I have to name five different kinds of yeah, doors. Yeah, not like kitchen door, closet what? door, like well, types of doors. What do you mean? What do I mean? Okay, okay, like a French door. That's one. A saloon door. That's two. A revolving door. That's three. A barn door. That's I yeah, count barn door. Yeah, and a that's garage four. door. That's five. <laughs> Easy. It's amazing how smart I am when I want a cookie. (laughs) Other answers could have been pocket doors. Hmm. Let's talk about pocket doors. What's a pocket door? The the ones that like tuck in that like when like like hotels are trying to save space and they're like it's just a pocket door door. and it's like oh you can hear every you can hear everything. I hate pocket doors. Sorry if you get me chewing. I get that they save space with the opening, but that's kind of it doesn't really work for me. Uh, Rotating door. I think I said that. Did you? I said revolving. Oh, revolving, rotating, yeah. Mm-hmm. Those are always kind of uh, fun, but also scary. Mm-hmm. Right? There's a lot of pressure in a revolving door. Yeah. Those, yeah. And you always get, when you get in them, you have to push harder than you think you do. And there's, there's people behind you. I, I hate when people get in it with you. Yeah, I hate, yeah. It's fine if you're behind me in a revolving door, like two doors behind. But if you're right behind, it's like, it's too much, too much of a pressure. Um, 
situation. A uh, sliding door mm. would also be mm-hmm. one. You said French, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, a screen door. Dutch is a kind of door. Mm-hmm. Screen door would be good. Yeah. I, I'm very impressed by your door knowledge at this point. I'm telling you, I get real smart when um, I want a cookie. But you were very excited about the cookies I made. You're welcome. You're, how were the, how were the cookies? Delish. Um, were the cookies good? Delish. Well, you know what's not delish? What? What? Your door etiquette. Oh, please. I've got, I've what got, are you talking about? I've got more door talk to do. I have a door okay. story. Okay, about door etiquette? Yes. Okay. We'll get to it, though, after. I'm nervous. After I say thanks to Stitch Fix, our next sponsor. We love Stitch Fix. Should we talk about Stitch Fix before we talk about more doors? My personal stylist. Okay, let's do it. Whatever your style, now more than ever is the time to rock it. But maybe you can just use a little nudge to find some new looks. That's where Stitch Fix can help you out. It's easy and fun to get started. First, you take a few minutes to set up your Stitch Fix style profile, answer a few questions about what you like to wear, what you don't, and how open you are to trying new styles. Then Stitch Fix's expert stylists will go to work finding items exclusively for you. Every piece is handpicked for you and is unique to your size, style, and in your budget, making it the best way to discover clothes that make you look and feel your best. Stitch Fix will send you five pieces to try on at home, keep what you love, and send back what you don't. Shipping returns and exchanges are easy and free. Plus, there's no subscription required. Try once or set up automatic deliveries. There's no hidden fees ever. Sign up for Stitch Fix and get the season's latest pieces for women, men, and kids. We love Stitch Fix. It's like having your own personal stylist. Mm -hmm. We talk about it it all the time because we love it so much. We think you guys will love it too. If you want to check it out, sign up today at stitchfix.com slash relax to get $20 off your first purchase. That's stitchfix.com slash relax to get $20 off your first purchase. Limited time offer. Purchase within two days of sign up. Do it. Check it out. You will love it. All right. What's this door etiquette you're talking about? You're saying that there's some door etiquette. So... What do you mean, like leaving a door open for someone? And they come this is a- like something happened this weekend, which like an image of you will, ha- will like will live in my mind forever oh, from this no. weekend. Um, <laughs> and I think it's so funny. And as crass as oh, we are no. on this podcast and as often as we talk about number two stories, mm-hmm. poop, poop stories, mm-hmm. I just find I just this story. I don't know that I'm about to tell tickles me and it's funny to me. <laughs> But so when you, uh, when you're with your partner, whether you, it, you've been married, whether you have children, it's still when you're staying in a hotel room and you have to like, you know what I mean? It's not yeah. your home. It's yeah. not your home. There's no space. Your home base. You know what I mean? So like when you have to do your business, it's always a little bit awkward. And it's, and certainly like acoustics can play into factor. We were talking about pocket doors in hotel oh, yeah, rooms. Like, you know, you hear everything. Um, but in our hotel room in San Francisco, uh, I don't know. The, the door didn't lock, and it didn't. It did. I, apparently, because I tried <laughs> to lock it. Um, but there was a point where I had to go. I was said I was going to go shower, <laughs> but but like shower was kind of like covert for like yeah I'm going to shower, but this is also my opportunity. I didn't know that. My I like you were my shower. like golden opportunity to like do some business, and we had both been talking about how constipated we were. <laughs> So I was like, this is going to be like, I was, this is going to be my shining moment now. But like, I didn't want, I did like, even though we're married and like, you're, you're in the bed next to us with our three children, you know what I mean? There's yeah. kids around. Like I, I still like wanted privacy. Of course. So in my thinking, I'm like, I'm going to go take a shower and I'm going to turn on the shower 
and I'm going to see if I can take take care of of this constipation station. Yeah. Um, with the shower on, you don't, you know what I mean. Nobody's like nobody's harmed. N- none the wiser. You yes. know what I mean. Um, so the shower's running hot steam. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, just like a steamy bathroom. I am. On the on the toilet, <laughs> pants at ankles, <laughs> scrolling my phone, like hoping that something will happen. <laughs> then, and then the door just opens, and I am shocked that the door is 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 opening and is opened to reveal you standing there. Because I guess you had left a bra in there that you I needed a because where bra. do you leave bras? You leave bras in the floor of the bathroom. Yeah, because where I else sh- would you leave bras? Because I showered. I took off yeah, my bra. Where, where else would? Yeah, leave it on the floor of the bathroom of the hotel. Where else would you leave it? Why, <laughs> why would you hotel? like you put mean? it back in your suitcase or like hang it up on oh, something? Please. Goes on yeah, the floor. That's the weird part yeah, of this story. It goes on the floor <laughs> of the hotel bathroom. But all I can remember <laughs> is you opening the door. And screaming at me, I'm not looking, but full on eye contact. Like we were just making like deep soul eye contact. We're like staring into each other's eyes as you're screaming at me. I'm sitting on the toilet, not even pants half down, like full at my ankles as you're screaming at me. I'm not looking repeatedly. I'm not looking. I'm not looking. I'm not. But you're staring into my eyes. So obviously like, like you're looking. Like you were looking, <laughs> and I and I reached forward over my pants on the floor to grab a bra and flung it at the door. Oh my god! Um, okay, that to make me feel good. In my defense, you said you were going to Defend shower. Yourself. I thought you were going to be in the shower. Right? No, I know. So I thought you you thought I, when you opened the door, like I would be in the shower. You and grab and your by bra. the way, the the line of "I'm not looking" was already planned in my head. I was like, "He's in the shower. He's gonna yell when I go in there." Like, "Ah, I'm in the shower. Get out of here. Give me some privacy." And and so no, I thought. And so in my head, I was like, "I just say like I'm not looking. I'm not looking." <laughs> like to you being in the shower. And so I I opened the door, and that was the only thing I had planned in my head to say. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I see you. And I'm just like making eye contact with you, seeing you're like, you know. Just the only naked part of you. It's the first time that's ever happened in our relationship. <laughs> it You've, is. Yeah, it yeah, is. It definitely is. Do you think less of me? No, I love it. It made me love you more. Are you less attracted to me now? It made me love you more because I was like, I'm not looking, I'm not looking. So I feel <laughs> like you've seen me, like no one, like that's seeing me at my lowest, right? Is like just sitting on a toilet <laughs> with my pants and my ankles scrolling oh, my phone. Oh man, that is so funny. You've seen me in that position so many times. And then, uh, this is just the worst Number two weekend of my life because then I go to the bathroom at the theater. Oh, this one is a really good. Can I tell this story? Yeah. First of all, I should clarify when I say he's seen me in that position multiple times. It's not like I didn't even hear you say that. It's not like I'm just like pooping all the time. Oh, you like don't even close the door. Well, no, but okay. When I'm pooping, I do. First of nah, all, I don't know. Second of all, what I mean is like sitting on a toilet. It's obviously much more frequent for me as a female. Yeah. And especially when I after having babies, there's a lot of things that need to happen. So I feel like I've. I just feel like you've seen me on the toilet You're quite a lot. You're always sitting on the toilet with the door open. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway. Um, For me, it was a bit more. I, I don't think you've ever seen me pooping. I don't think you've ever locked eyes while one of us is pooping And before. screamed in your face, I'm not looking while obviously <laughs> yeah. looking. Yeah, no. Um, no. Okay. So then we go to this theater. And we've been to this theater before. I performed in Sacramento at this one venue before. Cool venue. It's like an old movie theater. Um, but the downstairs. So there's always like a green room or a dressing room or 
basement area where we could hang out before the shows while we're waiting for the show to happen. So this green room area is the entire basement of this theater. It's like, and, a, it's like an old 1930s movie theater that right. they've remade into this performing arts right. venue. Yes. And, um, so it's really weird. Cause it's like cement, I guess is how I would just like, is it cement is what you would say? Like, as far as like how it's echoey, it's an echo chamber. Like, but what's it's cement, right? Like, do you know what cement is? Yeah, maybe not. it is. It's concrete cement. So we're in this basement area of this venue and it's, yeah, cement, you know, concrete, you know, and there, and there's no, there's rooms, there's separate rooms with like doors, but there's like a four foot open space at the top of the rooms, if that makes sense. So they're not actual walls that go to the ceiling. So these aren't closed off rooms. I would call them partitions. Yeah. Like big, huge partitions, but it feels like you're in a room because they're, they go so high. So it feels like you're in a private room, but you're not. Anyway, um, very echoey down there. So I'm down there, you know, like our, our promoter reps, you know, people who work at the venue are in and out of the downstairs area. It's very quiet down there because everyone's just kind of working in their retrospective areas. Is that the right word? Retrospective? Nice. Perspective areas. Is that the right one? I like that. I don't know. I Whatever. I like that more. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, Eric and I are in my dressing room and Eric says, oh, I think I have to go to the bathroom, which <laughs> means, oh, I have to go poop. But of course, he's not going to say I'm going to go poop. He's like, oh, I think I have to go to the bathroom. I was like, huh, it must be time for him. That's great. Can't relate. He gets up. He runs to the bathroom. It is. I run. You kind of did jog. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it was a stressed jog for sure. Anyway, it is very silent. Very silent downstairs. Like no one is talking to each other. It's like really quiet. And Eric says, I've got to go to the bathroom. 10 seconds later, the loudest, craziest, most explosive poop sounds echo. Love echo. Echo through the basement of every, like bounce off the walls of every room in this venue. It was so and it sounded like there was a microphone at your anus and like just amplified through the whole venue. It was crazy. <laughs> Why are you 20 feet away from your microphone? You're embarrassing me. You were the one who brought it up. Um, but it was I laughed so hard. It sounded like a fake. There's like a moment in my live show where like there's like a fake fart sound. It sounded uh. like a fake poop sound. It was so funny. I was laughing so hard. And so I'm like trying to text him like, hey, just so you know, like you can hear everything. <laughs> just so you know, you're mic'd. Yeah, that's what you said. Your mic is on. When I came like, back from the bathroom, you're like, just so you know, that bathroom's mic'd. No, I'm like, I keep texting, like, hey, like everything, in, you can hear everything, like every plop, like every sound. Well, is I think echo. I was like, <laughs> like, I think like after that happened, I was like talking to myself. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> like, like I, remember, I literally remember like actually like saying that out loud and like just thinking that that was echoing. Um, and, so, and so he comes out of the bathroom. No, the best part is I go like, you come out of the bathroom, like nothing was weird. And so I'm like, I was like, Levy, and we're kind of we're just so kind of gross. talking. We're just kind of talking. And then I'm like, did you get my text? And you're like, no. What? <laughs> <laughs> well, I should say that the, the whole the whole first ta- two days of this trip, we were both talking about how we couldn't poop. We could, yeah. And then <laughs> uh, apparently it was like my time to shine. But he um, was like, No, I didn't get your text. So he looks at his text message in front of me and he's just like, no. Nah. 
yeah. and I'm like, oh, I was trying to warn you. Um, um, but again, yeah. there weren't like see like actual just partitions, no, yeah. no actual doors. Yeah. So it all it all comes back to doors, guys. <laughs> Love you. Look at this. Sorry, guys. We're getting text messages from the guys shopping uh, for me right now at the grocery store. What is he saying? And he's sitting. He's sending me. So many, I, Just he's, like he's, he's, he's like, I was, I wanted to, he's, he's been porn? so sweet. He's like, I wanted to suggest something else for your ego option because they're out of egos, like ego waffles. And I was like, oh, no worries. Like whatever you get will be fine. Like you don't even have to get a replacement. I don't need the egos. Like whatever you want to get is fine, but no pressure. Like I'll be happy with whatever you get. Smiley face. Like I'm like being as like nice as I can. Just be like, get whatever you want. He proceeds to send me photos of Every, every every single option of anything that's sort of like a waffle in the entire store. Yeah. And I was just like, that's very nice. It's so sweet. So sweet. But that's my phone was buzzing, buzzing, buzzing. I was like, what is that? It's the Postmates guy. Um, you guys, I really want to say thanks to our next sponsor before we move on to the next thing that I really want to I talk really about. hope it's some sort of frozen waffle company. It's not a frozen waffle ah, company, but it is something segue. nutritional. It's Bloom. Nutrition. Oh, yeah. Hey, lovey, I've got a question for you. I do. You do? Whatever you got to say. Sure. Um, well, my question was, do you ever maybe have a little bit too much to drink on accident oh. and the next day you wake up with a splitting hangover? I, I mean, not if I have my Bloom Nutrition beverage. Oh, of course. Yeah. If you're trying to make it to brunch, a workout or anything else after a night out, guys, Bloom can help you prevent the next hangover, which is one scoop in the morning. Bloom Nutrition makes it easy and delicious to give your body what it needs to feel your best inside and out. When do you, you take it in the morning? Well, you take it whenever you want. Uh-huh. Take it right now. I'll be right back. All right. Great. I think, green, we have, I think we have some. We, of course we have some. Their greens and superfood powder blend fights bloating, helps digestion, increases natural energy, and keeps your skin glowing. Bloom greens are packed with over 50 nutrients, including whole fruits and veggies, fiber, probiotics, antioxidants, and more. All in one easy to drink formula. Mix it in with water or a smoothie to add to your daily routine. It comes in four delicious flavors. We've got coconut, mixed berry, citrus, and original. Bloom is made for you, whether you're trying to recover from a big meal or a night out, or you're a fitness buff, maybe. Over 350,000 people trust Bloom to feel better every single day, and you can too. Right now, Bloom Nutrition is offering our listeners 15% off your purchase of their greens and superfoods blend when you go to bloomnu.com slash RCE. That's B-L-O-O-M-N-U dot com slash RCE for 15% off your purchase. Go to bloomnu.com slash RCE for 15% off. Found it. You found it. Oh, yeah. You should mix it in with your drink. Scoop me up. Scoop me up. We got it. We're going to drink it. And uh, we'll see you in a second, guys. Okay, listen. I can I talk about this weekend a little bit. Yeah, can I, can for I? the rest of the time. Sure. Um. Let's so talk about, we like can I have one of those cookies. Oh, please have Thanks. one of these delicious cookies. They're delicious. How are they? Were they okay? so yummy? Um. So this weekend, uh, like we said. We were in San Francisco and Sacramento because I had live shows, and they were my first live shows in over two years. Right. So. Two, over two years ago, I performed, I think in Grand Rapids, Michigan was my last show. Mm-hmm. And then the pandemic started and, um, and I thought, Oh, I'll have to take a couple, couple months off. That sucks. And then it just kept going and going and going. It did. And to the point where I was like, Oh, 
I don't think I'll ever tour again because once this pandemic is over, I don't know if anyone would ever come see me in a live show. I don't know what life is going to be like. Things are going to be so different. Um, I just didn't know what to expect. And so then when finally I was like, Hey, I'm going to try to go do these dates that I had to cancel because of, uh, this pandemic. I don't know if anyone's going to, I was so nervous. No one would come. I was so nervous. I wouldn't know what I was doing. I wouldn't be able to do it again. You were really nervous. I was so nervous. You guys, I was so nervous. And I just want to say that it was so fun. The San Francisco show was so fun. It was so great. The Sacramento show was so fun. However, a technical disaster, um, the technical aspect of it, like the, projector kept turning off and the screen yeah. kept messing up. Like there's so many glitches that ha- that and told us it happens and in live theater. I mean, that's how, how live theater goes. But even with that, it was so nice to be back on stage. Yeah. I bet. And it was so nice to see human beings smile and laugh and hear laughter from a room. Like I could cry. Cause I did a couple live shows here in my living room during the pandemic in the last couple of years. You did three. And it was so, I, I cannot explain how, oh, how were, good it you felt so to hear good. people laughing. You were so good. It's such a good show. It like was all so your, Like lovely. new material is so great and you were so great and you're right where you belong. And it was so awesome to see you in front of, it was so awesome. It's really great. Well, I think, I mean, there's so much I could say about the show and, and the experience and, and how, you know, great it was and, and everything and, and pick it apart and just talk to you about everything in it. Um, which there is, I want to get back to Flynn. So I'm going to talk about Flynn in a second because Flynn got to see the show and it was really cool. So I want to talk about that in a sec, but, um, I just wanted to say to anyone listening, um, who has watched my vlogs or, or listened to our podcast or had any participation in my life of any kind in the last couple of years, um, that I, I am so appreciative of you because did I say appreciate or appreciative? It's, we know. What I you don't mean. know. It's fine. Anyway, yeah. it was so crazy to be at these meet and greets where I, cause before the show, I meet like 200 people who have VIP tickets or whatever. And we get to like hang out and chat. And so many people said to me the same thing at those meet and greets where they said, you, your videos, or you got me through the last two years, this really hard time that, and people got choked up talking about the last two years. And, and it made me think like, oh yeah, the, the last two years was really hard for, for everyone. It was really hard for everyone. But how I feel is that like the, the people who watch my videos and who comment and leave sweet and send us sweet letters and, and make us puppets and, and like write in just the sweetest things and encouraging messages are what have gotten me through so many hard things in the last couple of years. I mean, how many times have I gone to you and been like, like when the babies were in the NICU, like, oh my gosh, hearing from these other NICU moms and yeah. NICU nurses who watch my videos are the, they're what keeping me going. And I'll tell Eric like things that other NICU parents have said to in, encourage me or support me to like tell them, oh, this really helped me today. Someone said this, like you, like you guys are what have really helped me to get through the last couple of years. So to hear people, to see people face, I'm going to cry, see people yeah, to face, have to face, face to like, yeah, and to have them say that to me, like I did, I want to be like, I didn't do anything like you did it for me. Like you helped me to get through the last couple of years and to see that like, it was a, it's a two way street kind of a thing. Like, yeah. um, no, just, like, no, like truly like these are your, 
friends in your community. Uh, right. It was really, yeah. It was so but like, wonderful. It's, like, and you used it was to, so you used, wonderful. Before the pandemic, you, you were always touring. Like you were always yeah. touring for a decade. Like, um, mm-hmm. and then to have to stop, like, and to lose that kind of face-to-face connection. Uh, right. You with those things or you like with an audience. Right. Well, and I think a big thing too for me is that, you know, with this job comes, of course, there's, you know, we get lovely, wonderful, amazing comments. And I also get ones that aren't like that and which is comes with a job and it's part of it. Mm. Um, and when I am only reading comments, I can get thousands of sweet ones and one mean one can or one harsh one can like fester in my brain and really like I beat myself up so much when I read those negative comments and they drown out the positives. But when I see people in person, like, and I get, I get to put a face with these comments that I'm reading and a face to the Twitter account or a face to the YouTube comments or a face to the letters that I read and see you guys in person, that drowns out the hate. So it's like so important for me to like do these live shows and and see people in person and see the people who are supporting like this weird career that I have and and be able to thank you in person and see you in person. Because when I'm just reading comments, the hate drowns the love sometimes. But when I see the love in person, it like completely trumps the hate. Like I'm like. Do you know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Like when I can see these people and and they're human beings like who've been through so much and are so wonderful and so sweet and so inspiring to me and they want to support me and my, and my live show and my, and I, it just, it means so much to me. It makes me feel so loved and, and lucky. Like, I don't know. I just, I can't express enough how much it means to me and how grateful, like I've, I got choked up a thousand times this weekend at the meet and greets during the shows, like, just looking out and seeing faces and seeing people smile and hearing you laugh and hearing your stories. And, and I don't know, I just wanted to say, thank you. I just like, Oh, I'm so happy that I get to do it again. And say it all night long. Yeah. No, it's like, and I, I I can't believe people came. So thank you for coming. (laughs) I thought no one was going to come. No, (laughs) it's so, it was really great. They definitely did. Yeah. As a live performer, I can't imagine. Like like not being able to have that for, for years. And then, the kind of self-doubt going back to it, but like, it, I don't know. Yeah. I yeah. totally know what you mean. Yeah. It was, it was really wonderful. So just, I wanted to say thank you to you guys. And, um, also Flynn. So this is my first time performing, um, with Flynn as like a, as like a human, I guess. I mean, he's always been a human, but, and he used to tour with me with his first year of life, but he couldn't talk. He couldn't even walk the last time. He couldn't really, he couldn't really watch either. He He wasn't like a conscious, he wasn't like a totally conscious human being. So, um, and I had never really seen your show from the audience. Right. And so now I'm sitting. Yeah. I snuck out into the audience with him for both shows. Mm -hmm. and, And he sat in my lap the whole time watching you. And it was mind blowing yeah. to like watch his face, watch his mom right. on stage in front of all these people. Right. And be such a weirdo. And he and so funny and so talented. It was really incredible. He I mean, he he loved it. It was so exciting for me, like to have because like I have a weird I've always thought about what are my kids gonna think of Miranda. 
I've, I said it in my special on Netflix. Like, what are my kids going to think of this? Like, this is, yeah. what are they going to think when like they find out their it's mom so strange. is this weird like, job? Who knows like, like how to anticipate. Right. Uh, it's so strange. So the yeah. fact that like he saw my, re- my dress rehearsal, uh, like my sound check. And he's watched me rehearse it in the house and like he's heard me singing things in the house or going well, over songs. He was blown away at the sound check. Sitting there right. with me in this big empty theater. He loved being in the seats and he mm-hmm. loved how they folded down. And he mm-hmm. was like, thought it was so cool that there were so many of them. And then seeing him right. realize that they were all filled with like all your friends. He yeah. was like, this is all mommy's friends. Yeah. Yeah. So he. Mommy's got a lot of friends. Yeah. He was like, and he kept saying, so for the, he was at the theater during the meet and greet. And so I went out on stage and he kept saying he could hear everyone in the audience or the, the meet meet and greet people. And he was like, I want to say hi to those people. I want to say hi to mommy's friends. Like he Mm -hmm. like really wanted to come out and say hi. He was so excited. And we asked him, do you want to sit backstage for the show? Or do you want to sit in those seats out there? He's like, I want to sit with the people. Like it was so cute. But he, so after the show, he, I, got in the car with him and he started telling me all his favorite parts. I know it's wild. Like the second I sat down, I wasn't like, what did you like about my show? Like I got in the car, he's like, mommy, you were on stage and you did. And he was telling me things and he was like, and it was so funny. You called Coco Shelly. That was so funny, mama. And you asked daddy, what's your name? And daddy said, I'm Eric. Ha 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 ha. It was so like he was like, you said poopy. You said poopy. It was so funny when you said poopy. Like he was like, laughing so hard and telling me his favorite parts of my show. And it was so surreal to have my child. I still can't wrap my head around it. It's I don't like, know how it must be for you. Yeah. It makes me so emotional. Yeah. Cause like he's, this is my child. My the most amazing thing that's ever happened to me is, you know, my mm-hmm. children and he's watching me do like, he only knows me as mommy. Do you know what I mean? And now he gets to see me as, Mommy, but also as me. Does that make sense? Like, I know I yeah, am. Yeah, as you, because like you finally got to, like, get back to doing what you love to right. do. Yeah. And it was so cool. And I kind of said this on, like, I posted about on Instagram today, but I kind of said this. I, like, I'm so grateful to everyone who came to the show and all the people who support me because you are helping me to teach my kids to go after their dreams and that they can pursue what they love because I get to do that and I can show them that, like, they can do that, too. You can and, do both. You can be a great mom. And mm-hmm. yeah, if you want to, if you, you know, it's, it's possible. Right. And I don't know. I just, I'm so grateful for that. And, and it was such a cool experience having my kid watch the show and like it. And then, and then we go back to the hotel and he's to himself. So the first song in the show, um, I am singing the word canceled a couple of times. And so I hear him under his breath. He's just like, canceled canceled and like and i look at him and he's like doing doing the the choreography after seeing it one time yeah uh, he's like doing the choreography and and walking around and singing it and um and today in the rv i was like do you want to listen to some music while we're driving and he said yeah and i was like what do you want to hear like truck tunes or a truck song what do you want to listen to he said i want to listen to the song from your show yeah he wanted and i it just is so well sitting with him in the audience the second the opening, so the opening is a song. The second it ended, he looked at me and he goes, I wanted to do it again. As if you would just in front of all these people start the show over and do the song. <laughs> I like would again. If, if I had heard him, I would. Yeah, it, it was really um, great. Yeah. And he it, would, and he was just seeing everybody like clap and cheer. He was like, 
Oh, we're clapping. It's like, yeah, it's like I have, I have so, it was yeah, so it's great. Really great. So it was so fun. And I'm so grateful to be back on tour. If you want to come see me, um, you know, I've got a few more dates set, but, um, uh, it's a really, it's more, a really great hopefully. show. So yeah. hopefully I'll be coming to a city near you at some point. Um, I'm not going to do any like big bus tours or anything like that because I don't want to be away from my kids and I don't want to take them out for long periods of time, obviously. So yeah, I think those are the California dates. So I don't know that we'll be doing that. What? I don't know that we'll be doing that as a family like anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, probably not. Probably, definitely, probably not. But I would say, yeah, I'm going to definitely keep trying to do shows. And so we're going to hopefully add more. If you want to come, renaissance.com. Um, but I'm so grateful to you. And also, I'm so grateful to our final sponsor of the episode, <laughs> which is speaking of getting tickets to something. SeatGeek. If you guys didn't already know, SeatGeek is a ticketing app that makes buying tickets super simple. We've got the app on our phones and it's by far and away the best way to buy tickets. With so many amazing concerts and festivals happening right now, you're not going to want to miss out. We're talking the weekend. I mean, we were talking about this just the other week, guys. Think, think we're about talking about the, Doja Cat the other week? Yeah, well, The weekend, Doja Cat, Justin Bieber, Olivia Rodrigo, Shawn Mendes, so much more. And you were like, what if you can see them all in the same place? Uh-huh. You know, or what if you can see them all separately? doesn't matter. You can get it all at SeatGeek. Check it out. Um, Eric has been talking about going to see a Dodgers uh-huh. game using SeatGeek to take Flynn to go see the Dodgers. And by the way, my dad was listening to our podcast and we were talking about SeatGeek recently. Yeah, we got to go. And uh, I was in my dad's car this weekend. My dad was up north with us in his minivan. He's and. I heard our own ad for SeatGeek because he was listening to our podcast and he's like, <gasps> yeah, he was. And he goes, Dodger game? Are we really going to a Dodger game? He got so excited. Yeah, we so are. So we got to use SeatGeek to go to a Dodger game. Game and fun. SeatGeek wants to make sure you're getting a good deal. So when you're on the app, look for the green dots. Green means good deal, red means bad. Don't worry, we've got the hookup. Use code RELAX for $20 off tickets at SeatGeek. That's $20 off your first purchase with promo code RELAX. So just download the app and uh, use our little. Uh, our little code, relax, to get $20 off. Okay, so um, I wanted to ask you some very important, deep, intense questions right now. Are they about bread? Um, kind of. Really? I mean, technically, we could get into that. No, okay, I'll so my cousin, my cousin Andrew uh, came to the shows with us this weekend. Uh-huh. And my cousin Andrew and I have deep, long conversations about things like fast food. And I'm, you would think like, if you listen to our tone of voice, like if you didn't speak English and you heard Andrew and I speaking in English about fast food or like, you know, things like bread or types of soda, you would think we are talking about like politics or religion. Like that's Philosophy. how serious we yeah. talk about these things. You just talk about fast food. Well, and things of that nature. And so I, but I get really into it. And okay. I if, am fascinated with other people's questions or answers to these things. So I heard him um, uh, talking at Easter about this. And then we started talking about it on tour this weekend. Um, pizza toppings. Okay. And I just thought there's, I have a few questions for you. Okay. Um, because, you know, we talk about food all the time. It's our least favorite topic to discuss. So I actually don't think I know the answer to a lot of these questions, but I want to know. Like hey, it's our date night. Get to know me. Okay. I'm going to get to know toppings. You. Sure. If you could only have one pizza topping for the rest of your life, mm. one pizza topping. Mm. And I'm not talking like gourmet. I'm talking like a, you're just ordering a pizza. Cheese. That doesn't count. That's already the topping. That's a goat. Like, I mean, something on top of the cheese. Okay. 
You're not going to get just bread with marinara sauce on it if you pick. Well, I'm a saying different even topping. over mar- marinara sauce, I would say cheese. Well, that doesn't count. <laughs> You're not understanding the question. What's the question? The question isn't what do you put on bread to make it a pizza. It's what I put on it's pizza what, dough what, and cheese. It's what would you put on top of a cheese of pizza? The cheese on. Okay, so the cheese is there. Yes, of on course. the pizza dough. We're talking like a Sicilian deep dish. Like what? what are no, you? regular plain old pizza. Uh huh. Like. For me, if I could only have one topping. And I then would, there's marinara sauce and then there's mozzarella cheese. And then what do we put on top of yes, that? Yes, a topping. I mean. But I ever, can only have one. Yeah, one for the rest of your life. Like what's like your go-to? Pepperoni, right? I mean, I don't know. I think that'd be crazy? most people's yeah. option. I think I would do black olives. That's so weird. Or what? pineapple. Just pineapple, not I know. Pe- I know this is very controversial, but I really do like pineapple on pizzas. The salty sweet is really good. Um, but what's salty about like mozzarella cheese and marinara sauce and pizza dough? Like you would have to have also. Well, there's, it's like a, a savory pe- sweet, I guess is a better way to put it. So you're saying you're savory? No, the sweet of the pineapple. Uh huh. And the so savory of the, the pizza. Okay. You're adding the sweet to the savory. Okay. I know this is my answer is not popular. Sorry, People are going to hate me for that. Okay. A hamburger. Go to okay. toppings. Like if you were just to order a hamburger from a random place, you'd never been there before. What would you get on it? Cheese. Just plain cheese. Nothing else. What do you mean? I, I thought I could only pick one thing. <laughs> <laughs> Your go to like, what do you put on a cheeseburger? Yeah, I would say cheese. Just cheese. Yeah. Well, generally. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. nothing else. Yeah. I mean, for yeah, always. So you yeah. just want meat. Cheese in a bun. Cheese bun, yeah. No dressings? That's my order from In-N-Out, yeah. But nothing on it? No, like, dressings? Well, yeah, no, the, you know, if they got a Mayo, sauce. Mayo, mustard, put it, yeah, ketchup, sure, put none it on. of that? Yeah, I thought you meant, like, um, if we're talking, like, avocado or, like, bacon or yeah. lettuce, None of that? Tomato. You don't want any of that? No. <gasps> See, I did not know this. I know that you always order always, plain I'll, stuff, but, no, like. I'll, I'll order it, and then I'll take the lettuce off, take the tomato off. You know what? Bacon cheeseburger is pretty good. That's actually true. But here's what you do, actually. I'm just now like, I'm now I'm seeing you do it in my head. You kind of like take bites and as you take bites, deconstruct it and take things off. It's yeah. almost like you give them a chance. It's, a, it's an art. It's you a know process. What I mean? like yeah. You're like, I'm going to give this bite a chance. Yeah. I'm like, never an onion. A raw onion is death to me. Uh-huh. You don't I like think that. raw onions should be canceled. But you like fry? Like- yeah, like a grilled, grilled. onion. Sorry, grilled. Grilled onions are great. Uh-huh. Raw onions- there's no scenario in which a raw onion is acceptable. See, I don't understand that. You will, you will ask them to add even extra grilled onions. I've never said extra grilled onions. You did You did this weekend. No, I just you added, put grilled you, onions on okay. it. I didn't say extra grilled onions. But it onions. was a lot. Okay, but that's because you ate my burgers. That's on you. Uh, but you don't like raw onion? Disgusting, no. Mm. And I think if you eat a raw onion, you, the crunch. you reek of raw onion the rest of the day. Uh-huh, but not. So get a pickle. But not grilled? A pickle. Nope. It's got no, a crunch. Here's the thing. No potato pic- chip. No pickles on my burgers. No, <gasps> for sure. No. Oh, no, no pickles on my burger. No pickles. What? On my uh fried chicken sandwich. What? No pickles. No pickles. The only time I will have a pickle is if it's like a deli pickle on the side of a sandwich where they're just like, here, it's just an accessory to the sandwich. And if you can choose of your own free will. To eat and volition to eat this pickle wedge lengthwise if you want it. I want a thousand but no, pickles. But no pressure. I don't want I don't want pickles. 
I don't know what, where is a society where like pickles are on burgers, but pickles on all our burgers. Because it's delicious. I don't understand why like even McDonald's, like you get a cheeseburger at McDonald's, there's, there's slices of pickle on there. Uh, chicken place, there's always pickles on chicken sandwiches. I don't understand this. Because it's delicious. We're going we're gonna to take a cucumber. We're going to pickle it. Mm-hmm. We're going to slice it up and we're going to put it on everything. That's insanity to me. That is society losing what? its grip. Yeah, that's chaos. You're nuts. No, pickles nobody are so, wants that's my that. Favorite, I do. It's my favorite part of a burger or I'm sandwich. I'm fine. Fine if you want that. But you I should literally not, but it, but it should not be, eat it if there's It not should it. be like status quo. It should be like ask for it. It should not just be like, we're just going to put, we're just going to pickle cucumbers all over the world and we're going to put it on every sandwich. Oh, like, you're no. nuts. Like, you're it should nuts. Be, it's a, it should, it's a, I literally it will be a not eat a sandwich unless there's pickles on it. Any kind of, name a sandwich. I got to have, here's the thing. A meatball get, sub. It's here's the thing. Scenario. Here's the thing. I'm covering your microphone. You get fries. They say, did you want, do you want ketchup? You want, yeah, yeah, I want ketchup. I've, I've ordered fries. I want Yes, I but want that's ketchup. that's to dip it in. Right, yeah. I'm, that's what I'm saying. But like, of course you want ketchup. Of mm-hmm. course you do if you've mm-hmm. got fries. But they ask you this. But you order a burger and they just put the sliced pickles in there? Yeah. No. This no, is you're not nuts. a universal thing. You're wrong. You're wrong. Pickles are so... Well, they, we disagree on this one. I, I, The only thing I definitely do not want on my burger is raw onions. Like never in my life. And I definitely don't want a tomato unless I have picked the tomato personally mm-hmm. and sliced it myself at yeah. a very specific thickness. And it has to have no white in the center. Yeah. There's something about like tomatoes and yeah, they don't work. No one has ever made a tomato. I'll put a tomato on a sandwich or a burger. And I've been like, that was a good one. They're always gross. There's never yeah. been a good one ever, ever in the history of tomatoes on burgers and sandwiches, unless I personally have done it myself. It's like they're only left with like the swag bit of tomatoes, like just like yeah. the stumps. Yeah. You ever just get like a tomato stump, like in the middle of a burger and you're like, what am I biting into? And it's right. just like, like yeah. a hard, crunchy, right. white, yeah. yucky. Yeah. So that's how I feel about that. Okay. Well then here's this. You just brought it up. Another question in my mind. Speaking of ketchup. Okay. I know you might think these are like not important questions in life, but like these are like really important to me. Okay. Um, so we're talking French fries, right? I guess. Are there we? are some fries. <laughs> we are we well, there's some fries <laughs> that do go because you said, well, you got fries. Of course you want ketchup. <laughs> some fries, yeah, you need ketchup. Some fries, absolutely not. Okay. Uh-huh. McDonald's fries. Do you dip them in ketchup? No. Don't need no. them. Well, you don't. Yeah, I, I was just Never. saying. I was just saying that they ask. I wasn't saying that I need it. But some people do dip McDonald's fries in ketchup. That's you know, fine. I know, but I'm just saying that like they're way better without. All right, but when I go to In and Out for you, you're like, make sure to ask them for extra. Like, make sure to ask them for an unholy amount of ketchup. <laughs> ask them for the most. Like, I, I I can't even say yes. Can I have ketchup? Extra ketchup? <laughs> I have to say something. And you always ask me to say something insane. Like, give me more ketchup than you've ever given anyone. Is what you tell me to say when I get it for you. Because um, I cannot eat In and Out fries without ketchup. They taste disgusting. And then today, today, driving back in the RV, <laughs> you're like, I just looked up a truck stop. They have a red robin. We have to stop there. They have steak fries. And I was like, okay. And you're like, yeah. Then they did. Steak didn't fries it. is my biggest turn on. <laughs> you said that. I, I did say that. Um, boy, you just reminded me. But I've me. never even known you to eat 
steak fries. Because I don't like steak fries. I actually hate steak fries, but Red Robin steak fries in particular are good. And then Red Robin was closed. It was closed. It didn't exist. Um, wait, I had one other thing to say about... The, oh, yesterday I was so mad. So we're at we're in Sacramento. I ordered <laughs> Shake Shack. So I get Shake Shack to the theater. We get burgers and fries. Uh-huh. I ordered three orders of large fries, like a huge, like, you know, little things of fries, whatever. Uh-huh. Three. Guess how many ketchup packets I got? Two. Two. I know, I, I know this because you kept screaming it <laughs> repeatedly. It. Two it ketchup was packets. Crazy. But like, so these are, so, so, so Shake someone, Shack, you need to dip in ketchup. McDonald's, you don't. Sure, whatever. It doesn't matter if you well, do I just or don't. You don't. I just, you're, it's, I'm, you're, I'm not it's tracking not your fry that. philosophy. It's not about that. It's what about is it the about? fact that someone working at Shake Shack, they work at a fast food establishment. So they understand the necessity and ratios of ketchup to fry. But you weren't there to and ask. Doesn't matter. I asked, I did ask for ketchup on the app for, for them to go, okay, some, someone, there's a human being on this earth who saw three orders of fries and saw they wanted ketchup and said, two packets is enough. Yeah. <gasps> what? Maybe that's all they had. That's, that's, this, first of all, it's not all they had. Someone thought who worked at a fast food restaurant. Mm. Thought two packets of ketchup was enough for three orders of fries. That is chaos. Well, I hope they listen to this podcast for an hour and 10 minutes and get to this part <laughs> and feel horrible about themselves. No, I don't want them to feel horrible. I just want to understand what's going on in their mind. Like, cause that makes me go like, how much ketchup do they, do they just put like a pea sized amount of ketchup on every third fry? Cause that's what I would have to do. To only use two yeah, packets of I don't think there ketchup. will ever be enough ketchup. Like, even if that person had put in 30 packets, you'd be like, 30 packets. <laughs> That's the truth. 30 would have been enough. But on, would not it? less. Would it? Yeah, it would. Anyway. Uh, what's your favorite burger, fast food wise? in and out And I'm so excited. Because we have to get in and out tomorrow. No. We do. Because, okay, at a meet and greet, at the meet and greet in uh, Sacramento, um, someone at the meet and greet said they worked at in and out and they asked me what my favorite thing was there. And I told them my order and, you know, we just kind of chatted for a minute. Mm-hmm. And then a techie came up to me after the meet and greet and was like, Hey, this like, man, this like guy who kind of scared me earlier in the day. Cause he was just like a, a big, like bro-y, like, you know, techie bro with like facial hair and long hair, you know, whatever. He came up to me and he was like, Hey, I was like, Oh no, he's going to tell me the show's canceled or something. I'm scared. And he was like, she's like animal style. I was like, what? He's like, you like animal style burgers? Because I had said that my favorite burger from in and out was an animal style burger. And I like to add mustard sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, you add mustard. I was like, yes. And he's mm-hmm. like, have you ever had mustard fried? And I was like, what? He's like, there is a secret menu item. I know. That, yeah. They do have a secret menu. I didn't. I- well, yeah. And that's where animal style is. Mm-hmm. And that's my favorite burger. There is the animal style burger. He said, there's another secret menu item. Another level of secret menu. (laughs) And he said, it's mustard fried. You say, I want mustard fried. I I want my burger mustard fried. And they fry your bun in mustard. And he said, it's incredible. And it's all I've been thinking about. So now I have to go to Nuts tomorrow. I understand this about a fast food chain is like, we're going to have a menu, but it's secret. And we'll only say like, yeah, you can get a cheeseburger, two cheeseburgers or fries and a Coke. But also there's like a secret language 
Is that like their marketing strategy? I don't know. I don't care. I just know the animal style burger is so delicious. And, and also I'm we'll so only be on the excited. West Coast. But now I'm so excited because tomorrow we can go to In-N-Out and I can get an animal style burger mustard fried. I'm so excited. Do you think they'll actually do that? They'll be like, what he are you talking it, about? He said it was real. The guy said. Maybe he's just trying to make me look like an idiot. Maybe he didn't no. like me and he was like, I'm just going to make her look like an I'm idiot. I'm sure. Anyway. Right. I really wanted to ask these uh, really important questions before we go to bed tonight. What's so, your favorite fast food pizza? Mm, I like a Domino's. Ugh. Keep it classic. What about you? What? I guess. Well, is there any? Are you going to say Little Caesars? Like, <laughs> what's wrong with you? <laughs> is there even another one? Papa John's? Ugh, no, yeah. definitely not Papa John's. <laughs> uh, Isn't there one that's like some medieval timed thing themed? What do you think about medieval times? You ever been? <laughs> Oh yeah, I would to the actual medieval times or like uh, to a medieval, I wonder, medieval times. Uh, yeah, I, wonder how, I mean, how safe it would be, but like, imagine taking fl- like Flint to medieval times right now. Like, how much fun he'd he would be! Have. So confused. I think he would love it. I don't think maybe he would. I don't know. Like a bucket of chicken and like just the idea of taking him to medieval times made me so excited to be a dad just now. Um. Well, we should do it, but we should also go to bed. It's very late. Um. We love you guys. Thanks I'll, for I'll listening. Just, I'll stay up talking to you about fast food. Okay, though, if let's you want. keep doing that. But we're gonna say goodbye on the podcast. Oh yeah, turn it off. Okay. All right, bye guys. We're bye. gonna talk about fast food. Bye. You can relax. Colleen and Eric have a podcast. The world is scary and we're locked in our home. But now we have big microphones. So you can relax. That's the name of our podcast.